Yeah. These seven touch points, they're touch points. If any one of them are missing, it's not going to work. It's not going to work right. Do you guys remember what they are? Make sure. Make sure. Right? What's the first one? Make sure. Make sure. They're a therapeutic client. Make sure. That's right. Number two is? Find the problem. Find the problem. Tell them you found the problem. Number three is? Tell them you found the problem. Tell them. Number four is? Work on the problem. Huh? Treat the problem. Okay? Number five? Five is my, it's kind of my favorite one. I cheated. Okay, <laughs> and what? I don't what? Um, help them explain the healing process. Yeah, explain, explain the process. Now, this is one that I think is probably difficult for everybody to, to understand and get a sense of, but I love this one. And number six is? Make the, make the set the treatment plan. Set the treatment plan. Treatment plan. And number seven, I also love this one. Manage the process. Manage the process. process. Okay, so good. So we have a whole, almost a whole day on this thing right here. This is, this is really, the, in many respects, is the meat of this whole class. I think, I, I probably said this last time, did I say this? That I think the most important one and the ones that therapists have the biggest trouble with is number one. Did I say that? Yes. Or making, if it's a relaxation or a therapy. Making sure that you have a therapeutic old client. I think that's the one that therapists don't give enough attention to and have never quite figured out how to do. It's so important that you do that. Once you do that, quite, I'll tell you something. I, this is how I believe this. Once you've done that, step number one, quite frankly, everything else is easy from that point on. This is, the, this is really the hard part. And, and this, one, this one's hard too, but in a different way. But this number one is hard. You see, if somebody tells you, I just want you to fix my shoulder, that's the reason, something like what this fellow said to you, I just want you to fix my whatever it was, that's why I'm here today, I'm not here for relaxation, just fix this puppy. When they tell you that, your world, green light. You're, you've got a green light. And, and that's one of the reasons why my practice was a little different than yours, because every single person that walked through my door was saying that. They, see, I jokingly say that when your customer, jokingly, half-jokingly, but mostly serious, say, when your customer called up today, guess what they asked for? Massage. They asked for a massage. Now, I say that, and I've said it so many times, and I, I just, I want people to know that that statement, that insight is profound. I don't, I feel like people don't really give it the profundity that it deserves. So I'm, I'm saying that when I was in practice, I did not have to deal with that. See, nobody came into my office thinking they were going to get a massage. So that was a huge thing that I just, I did not have to deal with that you guys do have to deal with. They all were there for therapeutic level work. I just had to figure out who the wusses were that couldn't take it and really wanted to, you know, and the ones that really were allowing me to really get better and, and, and get with it because that's what I got better at over the years. I, I drew, I think I might have drawn, did I draw this diagram for you that over, over time, my complaints went down. Did I, get, yes. did I show you that diagram? Yeah. So over, over time, my complaints went down. They never went to zero. But they went down over time. It was because I was getting better at 
deciding who could take treatment and who couldn't. And I got more patient. I got, I, I got more patient with folks. And I didn't try to fix them in you know, one, or, one or so treatments. I, I, I let people that were geared that way, I let it take a few treatments. Okay, so this is number one is just a critical, critical, critical skill. Please understand that once you do it, it opens up a whole world for you. It, it, it gives you, as somebody said, the green light. That was you, Ruben, right? It gives you a green light. They're saying, I want this fixed. Then you just have to figure out, well, how serious are they? How much of the price are they willing to pay? We talked about the price that they pay for, for a, a therapeutic level session. How much of the price are they willing to pay? The cost or the price, yeah. Huh? Indeed. Yeah, that's where this would happen. That's where this would happen. That's where you would say to them, I, you're in full charge of how much pressure I use. If you'd like me to go a little less, you just let me know. If you'd like me to go a lot less, you can let me know. And as you're going along and you're seeing them wincing, you're saying, would you like me to go a little bit less? So that's all happening under explaining the process. Okay? So that's what that is. Go ahead. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So how do you do it? How do you, make, how do you decide if you have a therapeutic level client? It starts out with the three questions. And my recommendation for folks is to get right into it. It's not how are, how are you today? Um, how can I help you? I don't think that's a great question for, to start an intake. I, I think let's get, with, let's get, let's get down to, to, to hi, I'm Steve, I'll be working on you today. Are there any areas you'd like me to focus on today? You know, and if they tell you about an area, then you can explore with the three questions. Remember, these are all new clients. Uh, how long How long has this been around? What does it keep you from doing? But you don't actually ask that question, right? You ask the three questions, you wait for a response. And then um, if they haven't already said it, which they may have, but if they haven't already said it, then you actually flat out ask it. So are you here today for this condition or are you, are you here for uh, a massage with kind of some extra effort on what you just described to me. And then they'll tell you. As you're working on them and you're not, still not quite sure, you can always say to them, look, something like this, because remember, it depends on how long it's been a problem. If it's only been there this week, then this, this doesn't necessarily apply. But if it's been a long-term problem, maybe longer than six, six months, maybe even three months, then you can say something like, you know, we are, you can let them know about, remember, the imitate, I'm, I'm kind of, you can give them an invitation. And you can give them a massage. If you're worried about it, you, if you're worried about which way to go, you can simply give them an invitation to have this addressed at some point down the road, if you're just not sure. And then clarity will come over a time or two, right? But I just want to, I'm going to take a little bit of a side note, and I want to describe an invitation. Did we talk about it last time? Mm -hmm. What are the components of an invite? So you're making an invitation. What are this? There's a couple of components to it. That make, in other words, I wouldn't just say to you, I invite, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> invite you to say, hey, sometime come in and let's, we'll, we'll get this taken care of. Come in, maybe not this time, we'll do it next time. That's an invitation, but it's just not the proper way that, to give an invitation according to how I'm encouraging you. Um, we'll let you do it in just a sec, but anybody else? Are you talking about while you're working on that? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You, you, or maybe they just said they just wanted a massage. Oh, this is an issue that I'll take, you know, Couple more sessions as we'll work in the next, you know, two to three. So, so let me set let me set the stage. They they said they just want a massage, and then all of a sudden you find something. Okay, there's there's a couple things here too, but you find something, and now you decide you want to give them an invitation because 
you've now discovered that it's a problem for them and you want to give them an invitation. So, 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 so you're, you're going to invite them to come and have this handled at some point because you're in the massage mode with them. They told you they wanted a massage. But now you see there's a problem here. I'm going to invite them to come and get this handled at some point down the road. What are the components of that invitation? There's a way to invite that's powerful and there's a way to invite that's just meh. The way I did it with, with Nano is kind of meh. You come in, come in sometime, we'll, we'll handle it. That's kind of meh. Yeah, so, so during the initial consultation, they'll be like, okay, well, my upper back's hurting me, but like I, I just, you know, I still want you to work on everything. I'm like, okay, now when I get to your shoulders, do you want me to try to focus a little bit, a little bit more in that area? And you know, it, it might be a little bit more like, well, well, I'm, like painting, the, okay. I'm painting the picture for. I've painted okay. a picture. He said he wanted a massage. She said she wanted a massage. You're going along, and all of a sudden, there's an issue here, an issue that, that they just told okay. me now that there's an issue, and now you think I, I told. Here's your here's your mindset. They said they wanted a massage. Yeah. I agreed to give them a massage. I'm going to follow up on what the, their vision was, but I'm also going to let them know that we can. This is something they can deal with if they'd like to. And I'm just asking you, how do you do that rather than do it like I said? Come and handle some so, time. I'd say first. So does this area bother you? That's here. That's what I was going to talk about next. I'm talking about the invitation. Um, this would be a good way to go. So let's let, let's let's go ahead and start here. I like that. Okay. So identify. Identify. Okay. I, this is an important question. What she just. This is. A, if you guys, if you guys went, if you got what we're talking about right now, and then went home, your day, your your three hours today would have been worth it. Okay. Hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tier three okay. woman. You way to go. You you find something that was never mentioned. Okay. Does this area bother you? I would actually ask another question first, but it's, it's related. And it is, did you know this was here? Okay, did you know this was here, number one. Number two, how, how, does, it bother, uh, how, how does it bother you? So they said yes. Or Okay, so, so uh, if they, they, say they, no, they said yes, I knew it was here. But if they okay. say no, then you... They now, now I've, got a, I've got something for you, okay? We're going to get to yes in just a second. But what if they said no? What if they said no, I didn't know that was there? What do you, what, what do you know about the situation? You know a lot right now. You know a lot about the situation. What, Is you become a healthcare professional and let them know. No, is, is this sore? Does this, does this muscle bother you? Do you want me to work on this? No, 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 we're, we're here. Did you know this was here? They just told you it was sore. Right. Do you want me to work on this a little bit more? Or do you want me to... Mm. Does this yeah. arm... Is it keeping you... Give, you give them one thing more. But then mention that you can help them. Okay, okay, I'm painting a scenario. Hold on. This is so important, guys. I seriously believe if you got what I'm saying right now, you could walk away and you're, you're, you would have been paid a high dividend on your, on your time here. You're going along, you find something, you ask a great question. Did you know this was here? And they say no. That's such important information. Tell me what you know. Tell me what you know now. I'm not, I'm not sure if you have all. But they're here. not in. No. Oh, oh, give them an out. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 you would. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that down here. Give, 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 and oh, oh, Okay, but there's something really important here. Did you know here. that that was right there? Did you know this was there? No. no, I had no idea. They kind of just tolerated it? Well, oh, really, what? The, um, Which frequency, like, are you going with that? Oh, okay. Number, okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure that we've talked about this in the class. Uh, you're, you're, somebody came in and said, I want a massage. You go, oh, sure, I'll do it. How kind of price you for? Medium. Okay, get on the table. You get on the table, and you go along, and all of a sudden you find some nasty something. Okay? Like, whoa, that is sore. Ow, yay. It's like a big time something. Okay. So we're, saying, we're saying that the first question you should ask is, did you know this was here? And they say no. And they said no, I didn't know that was there. And I'm saying to you, you've got huge insight now, that I, and I hope that you're, it's registering for you. What information did you know is this question? And it's possible that I didn't get into this last time. No, no, you didn't. Okay, maybe we didn't. Okay, so I need to teach you something else, and we're going to put it over here. I, I'm, I'm going to, this is actually part of this, of this, what I'm about to share with you right now. So, so we probably didn't, because I think I just barely got to this, and then we stopped last time. We have the three questions. Okay, we, and we did get to that last time, right? Yes. Yeah. So here's what I always say when I teach the three questions. Why do you ask the three questions? To find out if they think they have a problem. Did we talk about that last time? Yes. 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 We, we want to make sure that they know that they have a problem. Okay, then we did talk about it. And you do have the answer. You do have the ability to answer this question. Did you know you have... Um, do you remember I talked about internal and external problems? Did you know that? Yes. 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 Okay, an external problem oh. is something that we find, and the internal problem is something they, they, that they, 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 they want. So let's, okay. let's ask this one more time. Did you know this was, did you know this was there? No. 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 What do you know? What do you know? It's not a problem for them. It's, it's an external <laughs> problem. And I, if I was doing my job right, teaching you this, 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 this principle, I told you that internal and external, that people do not seek answers to external problems. If you're going along and somebody didn't know that they had an issue here, are they going to be motivated to come in for a bunch of treatments and get this handled? No. They didn't even know it was there. It's, it's totally off their radar. Now, there are some people that are, the way that they're geared, they're more preventative oriented. You can certainly issue an invitation here, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't get all worked up about it because it's not impacting their life. They didn't even know it was there. So if they say yes, then, then what do you do? So, so, okay, so let's go back, let's go back, let's go back. That was okay, you find something. Did you know this was here? Oh yeah, I knew it was there. Now, let me ask you this question. If somebody had something big, remember this is something big, and they said they just came in and they asked for a massage, they didn't even tell you about this problem. And then and then you find it, they go, oh I knew it was there. They go, why might that be? Why would somebody do something like that? It's, that, that, because huh? it's not it's not a, a high importance to them. They've, they've had it for so long, they've they lost hope. They don't think they can do it. They're resigned to the pain. Yeah. They've lost hope to the point where they don't even mention, so there's more, there's, oh wait, there's more. They don't, <laughs> they don't think you can help. Maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're very, well, of the pro very w well aware of the problem. So there's a lot of reasons why. Oh, what's another one? Maybe they. Uh, Had a bad experience. So yes, yes. 
someone uh, it was made worse made worse before that's, that's, that's a problem so there's all kinds of reasons why somebody would have a significant problem and not tell you about it then you find it go oh yeah I knew it was there and, it's, and so, but, but, but let's just so this is in the back this is running in the background right here okay as to why you would end up in this scenario it's a very legitimate very real type of scenario that you would end up in somebody has a problem they didn't tell you just you don't think like, I'm unselfish. When you find something big, you go, why would they say anything? Well, there's lots of reasons why they would say anything. So you find, you find the problem. Did you know this right here? I go, yeah. What's your next question? Well, I will go with what Carlos said. Well, that they're here for eight and we're next to the massage, and we're going to go with what they want. Yeah, we drop seeds, though. Remember, I'm, 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 this is where I'm shooting for. Right. This is where I'm shooting oh, for. So but but, but there, has to be some, there has to be some, some foundational stuff that we're talking about. So once they know that it's there, and you've determined uh, uh, with how it bothers them, right? You invite them to to, to work on it a little bit. I'm going to spend a little time on this. We'll see how it goes. But you're getting ahead of me. You're getting ahead of me. Is this so where are we? Where, where, okay, where okay, so, I think so you somebody said I want a massage. You said okay, no problem. You're going along. You find something big, and you say, "Did you know this was here?" And they go, "Yeah, I did." I'm asking you. There's different ways. There's different ways that you can go here, but but just for fun, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose this way. Okay. Is there something? Is this something you would like for me to address today? Spend more time. I on? think you need more information. Okay. Because um, right. that's kind of what that were you were yeah. <laughs> The three questions. Three questions. Wouldn't that make sense right now? What's the purpose again? Yeah. Because you want to know to what degree this is impacting their life, right? See, guys. My my point here is you don't don't go making recommendations to, with people that it's not impacting their life. You're wasting your breath for the most part. So you, now they know they yeah, have an yeah. Does this bother you? Does this? How long is how, you how long has it been here? I got you. Years. So you need to know these questions before you go in. It's been years. Oh, it's been, it was yesterday. It came so on now they will know they have an internal problem. And I'm just simply asking why. I, I I rather than you guys memorize the formula. Oh, when he says. Yes, I knew about it. Then I go, oh, three questions. No, I want you to know why you're asking that. Right, right. And my question to you is why? To make sure that they're a therapy of good. Go back to number one. To make sure to that, know that they know they have an internal problem. To make them understand it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But, 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 but guys, this is the other thing that you're going to take away today. Now you got two things. I can't emphasize this enough. Does the client think they have a problem. If they don't, give them a flip and nice massage and a little extra work on that area and, and invite them to come and handle it someday. We're gonna to get to this in just a sec. If they say, this is a problem, I can't work, I can't do my activities, I can't sleep, and yes, I want you to fix it, now they've given you that green light. So it's always back to the three questions, and the three questions tells you, do, is it a problem for them? It doesn't matter if it's a problem for me. Is it a problem for them, and do they want it fixed? If you, will, if you will try to figure that out, that answers so many questions for you. If it's not impacting their life in some way, I quite frankly, now this is me, I would not, I would not even bother inviting. You could, but... But they have to convince you. They have to yeah. convince you to that they want. Um, now this is. A, now, I, I see. I see your face. Um, this is a personal. This is. There's room for 
personality here. There's room for different approaches. I'm just, I'm just telling you, me personally. I, I never want. See, I, I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying that this is how I handle it. I'm giving you guys options, and this is one option. I'm just telling you how I think about this. I don't want to try and convince people to take care of themselves. I just that's not my thing. It's, I don't have any problem with other people doing it, but I don't do it. I just I just don't do it. If you don't think you have a problem, well then come in when you think you've got a problem. We'll work on this puppy. That's how I approach it. Now you can you can try to convince them if you want through an invitation to do it, but I just I just are we okay? If I think they if I think that they're convinced that this is an issue, then I will invite them. Now I want to, so so here I want there's some things that you should do with invitation. This is where we started. What are they? There's components, things that make up an invitation that will make it more powerful than, come, come, and, uh, come and see me sometime, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that was an invitation. Yeah. That was an invitation. And maybe, quite frankly, maybe a lot of us are doing it that way. I'm saying, if you'll do what I'm going to suggest here, maybe I haven't talked, have I not talked about it before? Okay. Okay, good. You, you cheated. So you tell me, what are the components? For, to invite you tell them the percentage of yes. the success rate? Yes, the first thing is you tell them percentage of success. What's the next? There's a couple of them. The frequency, and I can't remember the third one. Okay, it's I don't the, the number of treatments necessary. necessary. Remember, this is all a guess. Whenever you make a treatment recommendation, it's always a guess, okay? So just, if you, if you go in, how do I know what to do? You guess. And then you do a few treatments, and then you figure out if that was a good or bad guess. Okay, so the number of treatments and the frequency. So let, let me, so, okay, so let me, let me go back. You know what, if you ever want to get that shoulder work done, come in and see me sometime and we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. That's one way to do it. Now, Nyla, this, I see this is sore in here. We have about an 80% chance of fixing these problems. We work on them all the time and have great success with them. If you ever want to tackle it, I'd be happy to help you with that. It is, it is intense, so I, I, I could talk about intensity. It is kind of intense, it's not like a regular massage. But it usually takes about, oh, four or five treatments, and then we'd expect you to be anywhere from 50 to 70% better. And, and, and it's best to come in a couple times a week, two times a week over a couple of weeks to get this done. And, and, th and this responds really well. I'd invite you to do it, you know, if you ever want to do it, I'm here for you. And you tell me why you think, well, first of all, I'm, I'm being, presumptive here. Do you think that's a more powerful way to invite? Yes. Why? Why? Why might that be more powerful? If you think it's more powerful, tell me why you think it's more powerful. There's something I'd love for you to, uh, there's an insight here I'd love for you to get. Uh, are we in agreement that this might be a more powerful way to do it? So I'm asking you why. Go ahead. Because you're setting them up to know what they're in for. If that's one of the reasons. There's, but there's one, I think, that's more powerful. Confidence? Yes, and there's one even. I whispered it. There's even one. There's even one more powerful than that. Uh, okay, so and it has to do with this. One is that when you tell them your percentages of success, you're restoring hope, and you're you're instilling confidence. So you're setting expectations. Um, instilling confidence. You can't read that? 
You're instilling confidence. You're restoring hope. Okay, so, so, guys, think about this. When you make an invitation and you include these things, I was like, no, I, no, no, I, I tried to set it up, up a whole bunch of times. I said, you're going along, you find something. They said, they said, you know, did you know this was here? Yes or no? If you, if, and if you decide that it's a problem, you want to invite them to have it taken care of, how do you do that? What are the components of that, is what I said. And I gave you an example of, of a low level of invitation, uh, of not, not a very strong invitation. And I'm saying that if there's a way to make it stronger, what is that? Right. It's by saying, Hey, we get we this level of success with this percentage of success. Um, this is what it looks like. The treatments are like this and like this. If you want to, if you want to engage, I'd love to to, to be a, a part of it. What you don't do, this is and all this. You guys have heard me talk about this, I'm sure, but I'll just say it now for the mistake that people make when they when they're ready to do this, when they're ready, when they're like, I'm ready to go here. I, I, and they start to, to, to set up the treat, talk, talk about the treatment program and stuff. Or somebody says, hey, can you fix my shoulder? And you say, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, here you go. And you start working on it, and then you try to set up the treatment plan. There's a couple mistakes that are made. We have a whole section on treatment plan. So this is just a preview. The mistake that people make is they try to commit the people to the treatment plan. See, when we get here, what we're going to say to you is, don't be, don't try to commit people to the plan. Simply offer it and then you, you're not attached to their decision. That's important, I think it's important. It's a personality style for me. But I, I helped, I've been able to help a lot of therapists who when they finally got this idea of setting up, the other, the other mistake that they made with the treatment plan, they think it'll happen up in the hallway at the end of the treatment. That's not where it happens, it happens here. It happens here. In fact, when you see my notes, which I'll send to you, on the treatment plan, I say, the first bullet under this says, this actually happens in step five, but I'm gonna discuss it here as a separate issue because it's so important that we talk about it. It happens in step five, when you're explaining the process. That's where it all happens. People think, there was an impression, I think, over years ago, that this all happened out in the hallway when you hand them a glass of water, you set up the treatment program. No, 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 no. You've told them about it two or three times by the time they get out in the hallway. What do you recommend to the therapist that has that personality trait where they do get attached, where they you really, really want to help another That you really want to. You've got to stay with this. Man. Okay, okay. Here's what I'll say to that. I will say that um, you just have to work on yourself. In other words, um, it's a, it be, don't we want to be happy in our practices? Yes. I think that's one way to make yourself miserable in practice is to want it more than the client wants. So I, I, I had to talk to myself about this because I wanted it really bad for them. And I decided I can't want it more than they want, but they have to want it more. And so that's a talk that I had to myself and I eventually came to that place, but, but, but it took years. And, and so that's what it was, is realizing that, that, that I can't want it more than them. I might have missed it, but uh, uh, did you know that it was here? Yes. <clears throat> did you know it was here? No. Where did you go with the no? Oh, oh, well, the no part was that it's, it's, not, it's not part of their awareness. It's not. It's external. It's an external problem. And people don't. People, they, they don't seek so, solutions. So, so, they don't on, seek one, solutions. on one hand, people don't seek solutions to external, external problems. problems. Yes. But 
in, 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 in the mere tactile sensation in that moment. I don't, I, I, I didn't know it was okay. there. Okay, hold on, hold on, I'll, I'll address that. So, okay, so we're branching. What I said was that you may want, there are people, in general, people are not going to be motivated to address a problem that they didn't know existed. But there are people that if you push on them, they'll go, ooh, I can see that's a problem. And they may be motivated to, to do something. They're more preventative, as I mentioned, they're more preventative oriented. They're more in the prevention mindset. And they might come in and get some treatment based on. So you could, you could, you could invite them. But think about, think about what you're, think about what, you, what, this, what the invitation would sound like. I know you don't think it's. I know you don't know that it's even here, but we have an eight percent chance of getting rid of this. You know, <laughs> you know. So it's not a very compelling argument to try and tell them you're going to fix a problem that they did not know, did not recognize it was a problem in their world. But you certainly can invite them. Yes. Is that, is that where you were going with it? Yeah. You, I want to yeah. Know. I think it's. I think it's worthwhile to invite them. That just don't expect a lot of it. It's hard enough to get people to come in when it's impacting their life at a very, very high level. It, it's rocking their world. They can't work. They, they, it's hard enough to get those folks to come in, let alone people that I didn't even know that was there. So, and I was just saying that that's when I went down the road where I said, I personally don't want to put myself in terms of how I enjoy practicing. I just don't like to be in a position where I feel like I'm trying to convince somebody to do something, trying to sell them something. That's just not, I want them, I want, I'm looking for people who have a problem, they know they have a problem, they want it fixed, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. I'm here for you. Let's fix this sucker. That's how I like to practice. Now, I, I'm going to say it a thousand different ways. That's not the only way to practice. I'm just saying that's what I do. Now we can start talking about that. <laughs> okay, so um, we, we, we got off the track a little bit, but that was good stuff. What we talk about is that when someone comes in, they come in and you do the, you do the, uh, the consult. And at, the, at some point in the consultation, that's just first time client, you, you, make, you, you go one way or the other. So this side, we're going to deep tissue or relaxing. Over here, we're going to relax. So one direction is more of a deep tissue relaxation approach. The other is more into a therapeutic approach. Now, I do talk about this as though they're two totally different you know, treatments. But you certainly can blend. Part of the time you can spend on therapeutic and then shift into more of a deep tissue relaxing book. You can certainly do that. And some people successfully, when you get back, JP, I want to ask you how you do this, but that's okay. Go ahead. Um, some people successfully actually do it along the way. A lot of people do. We, we meaning the teachers and myself, are in debate about that, about what the best way to teach this is. I've always maintained that it's best for new people that are trying to learn to do therapeutic level work to take, you know, 10, 15 minutes for an issue and do that, and then and then start it and do the and do the do the, um, the, the the more deep tissue, the nicer part of the session. A lot of people blend it in as they go, and they're very successful. Candy does it, Renee does it, uh, Ivan does it. And so I think, I think our new people are often impacted by that, because they, they're, they're telling what they do. So the newer folks uh, try to blend it in to their session. I think that's a hard way to go. Um, if anybody has, I, once you get it, once you get all, this, all, the, all the different moves and stuff, and you really understand it, and you know all the spots and everything, I think 
they've proven that you can you can integrate it. For those of you who feel like you have it under control and, and handled, please feel free to chime in. But I think a lot of people, this is where they struggle. Go ahead. Okay. So I am having epiphanies right now because the same thing came up last time I did this class, and this is like the first time, the first couple of times I've ever really got it. Not that folks haven't said it before, but I finally feel like I'm starting to, to get it. So, all right. So there's a couple possibilities. So let's let's, let's just let's just chat chat about it because this is important. Um, okay. So what we're, just so you know what we're chatting about. We're chatting about somebody who you thought you had clarified that that make sure you have the right therapeutic level client. Mm -hmm. You started doing therapeutic level work, and then all the, and then they somehow convinced you that they did not want therapeutic level work. Because I that that happens quite a bit. I'm I'm starting to hear. Okay, so let's talk about this. And I'll just start out by saying I do not know what the answer is. We're gonna we're gonna explore it, and maybe over time we'll figure it out. But let's just play with this. There's a couple possibilities here. And we'll just, they're not in any particular order, but one possibility is that you did not actually do what you think you did. That's, that's possible. That you did not get it right when you figure out this is a therapeutic of the client. Because see, the last question says, are you here today for a massage? Or are you here today for just some extra effort on this and, and really, I'm sorry, are you here to fix this problem that you just told me about? Or are you here today for a massage with maybe a little extra effort on this? It couldn't have been any clearer in terms of what you were asking them if you did indeed ask it, which I'm assuming you did. And that's why you went into the therapeutic mode. But then all of a sudden you get there and they go, eh. So that's one possibility, okay? Are we are with me? Go ahead, Carlos. Um, you may answer this with the next possibility. Okay. But um, that's when you would say, like, if they haven't had a therapeutic session with you before, you're like, okay, this involves a lot of talking, you're going to be active so during this, the lights are going to be up, and then it's like, are you sure, I don't say are you sure, but is this the massage that you're looking for today? Or okay. did you not want to be... Do you remember what I said, when I said, so the answer is yes. Um, when I said, when I said, I love number five, remember when I said that? It's because that was, that's where it would happen. That's where number five would happen. So you go looking for a problem, tell them you found the problem, then you start to treat the problem as number four, right? Now number five is I'm gonna to explain to you this process, and that's when you would, would, would do that. And, and I love the fact that somebody said give them an out. So you can combine giving them an out with inviting them, telling them about, because this is your first time client, this is the first, we do have this percentage of success with this. This is what it looks like. It usually requires four or five treatments to get to about a 50 to 70% resolution. Then we do a few more to try to finish it, finish complete it. It does require uh, the best The best results happen when you can come in twice a week if you're wanting to do that. You come in once a week, uh, that will also get us some pretty good results. It just takes twice as long. If you come in less than once a week, we just don't make really good progress. That's kind of, and, and the intensity, it's a whole different level of intensity. I will be working on you and try to find out what the best intensity is for you so that you maybe will have a slight soreness the day after, but by the next day you're, you're ready to go again. That's kind of what I'm shooting for. If you're sore for more than a day or two, let me know. I'll adjust the pressure. And then give it to that or, you know, so, or you can just, you know, but that's what the, this treatment is. So that's how I would, I would encourage you to, to when you, rather, because what I got from the group the other day and, and she, her attitude is, 
you, you don't deserve a therapeutic level session. You're going to get a massage. And, and if, you want to put me, if you ever want to quit with a baby, come back and talk to me and we'll, we'll talk. But she, but she, and then what I encouraged her to do was to be more patient with people. Okay? Because I want to, I want to address this. I want to address this right here. They want to change over time. Yeah. Your clients. Have you, have you guys had this happen? Remember, it's really sore when you start working on them. And they're like, ah! And they're, they're, they're hard, kind of hard that first time. They're kind of, you're not sure if they really want this, you know, they don't seem to be that happy. But then they come back for the second treatment. Everything's different. Have you, have you guys had that happen? They're like putty in your hand. They'll do whatever you want. Oh, is that too deep for you, little? Buttercup. <laughs> oh no, you keep going. You keep going. I know I need this. Have you guys had that happen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're 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 really a little sissy the first time. You you, you kind of you you kind of you had patience with them. If if you did, you had patience with them and you kind of let them, and then they went home and got. Wow. I cannot get to Okay, I'm back. I'm in. Do what you need to do. I, I now I'm on board. If you if you haven't had that happen, I'm so sorry because it should be happening all the time with you yes. guys. So have that attitude of, of don't just write them off. Try to have patience with them, try to educate them, invite them, go at their speed early on. And I tell I'm number five, I tell them. I'll do things like this. I could do this, and I'm just like I'm just kind of teasing a little bit. I don't do this all the time, but every now and then. And then they'll often look up at me and go, yeah, but it wouldn't help me, would it? I go, yeah, I know. It's, 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 I have to get the therapeutic level pressure, but I, but I walk this fine line where I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want to do it so deep that you hate me and never want to come back. Because then I haven't done any good either. So I'm trying to figure out what's, what's best for you. So you can give them a massage and then just invite them. And then you can also say, next time you come in, if you really want this solved, do, do an hour and a half. We'll spend a half, we'll spend a half an hour on this tough stuff, and then we'll give you a nice hour massage. A lot of people that get into therapy to to work and do well with it, this is kind of how they've gone. Could you explain the difference between the explain process and manage the process real quick? In the sentence. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's a great question, actually. Okay, good. Explain, you're explaining the process here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's during the session. Like this is all during the session. Okay. Okay. This is helping you. Help, I think I say. I think I say. I think number five actually says help them. Help them understand the process. Okay. Help, help them understand the process. And then down here, it's manage the treatment process. Okay. What we're going to get to is when I have numbered numbered one through seven down here. Number six is here. I highlight when we get to seven. I'm going to highlight all these guys, and I'm going to say. That's all before, this is all before the treatment, quite frankly, or as you're doing the very first treatment. Number seven is about how have those treatments worked out for you? How has it worked? Managing that process. Now we've done three or four or five of these. How has that worked out? And what do we do, need to do based on that? All kinds of things happen here. I'm better, I'm worse, I'm this, I'm that. So that's the part that we spend the whole day on talking about all this stuff. That's how the treatments have went and how we're going to, uh, help you navigate these treatments. What I used to say is, I can't get therapists to set up a treatment program, number four. I can't get them to do that. Why aren't you guys setting up a treatment program? And we talk and talk and talk and talk for hours, and they'd give me lists of reasons, and I'd try to help them overcome those things. Then one day, it kind of hit me out of the blue. That's the easy part. This is, a, getting a treatment program is easy. Manage it once they go, I'm in. 
I, I need four treatments over two weeks. I'm in. I'm in. What, what, what day are you here? And then they start coming in two or three or four times on that fourth treatment. This happens. Now you go, oh, shh. We have covered most of this, but because it's so important, I want to just make my final little review of this, okay? So you're trying to decide. The reason I have a circle here is because we're, this is kind of a decision. It's a crossroads. Robert Frost, two, words, two roads diverge in the woods. I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Try to decide which way to go, and you ask the three questions, and you boom, 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 and we know how to do that, right? And the reason we're asking them is because what? We want to know if it's a problem for them. Yeah, we want to know if it's a problem for them. If they, if it's a problem in their world, then they may want to, they may want to solve the problem. And then I'm here for them. It helps you to know if you're going to go this way or this way. I'm just going to give a little emphasis. We talked about the, the cost of going here, right? The price that people pay. What's the price? There's a price to be paid for going to. Remember, the insight. They called up and they asked for a massage. Important. They don't get a relaxation massage. They don't get the relaxation massage. Sorry, they have more pain. Pain and pain. Yeah, no massage, pain and pain. Those are the big ones. Okay. Okay, and then the other one here was the the idea of internal and external problems. Problems and, and that insight that, that it's really just the same thing over here, right? It's just that idea that people. We're going to go to number two. What's number two? Uh, How this all started, uh, you may have heard me talk about it. I was, uh, I, you guys heard me talk about that. I had, I had a back problem. I went into a session and I got, I got a nice massage and a couple, a couple of water. Hope you feel better. Well, why I'm lying on the second hour, while I'm lying on the table, I'm thinking, why are they not hitting my spots to see if those issues, if they're, if they're spots, meaning the issues on the low back protocol, you know, lateral sacrum, all that stuff. They didn't even touch, they didn't look at those a whole, for two hours, two different therapists, nobody went to my lateral sacrum. And I always said, if I was in practice and the, the law stated that I could only do one spot for low back pain, there's a new rule, massage, only one spot, you only get one spot, I'm gonna choose lateral sacrum, that's so powerful. And yet nobody even bothered checking it. And then I, so I realized, yeah, I've taught all the spots, but I, I don't know that I've really emphasize how important it is to go in there and check them. So I, so that was the first notation I made. So I realized, so yeah, you gotta go, so I always, so I came back and said, hey, go, if somebody comes in with low back pain, go, go check, go, go to those protocol spots and find the problem. I now, I now had, that was like almost two, that was two and a half years ago. I have had a flare-up since then, one flare-up. And I did have somebody check all my spots in the low back. Guess what they found? All, all the spots, what? No. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. I'll just get to, oh, cut to the chase. Your back. I'll cut to the chase. They found nothing. They found nothing. There's nothing in your They found nothing. None of, none of, I, I, I can barely get on off the table. Low back pain. And they, they start doing all the spots. Nothing. Can they take your psoas? Yeah, there was no there was no source in the psoas either. There's not enough depth. Mm. No, that wasn't it. Abdominal Did it detachment? Your abs? <laughs> <laughs> no, they Basically, I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm just trying to expand that right now. We, we, we have a whole hour on that. One of the reasons you're looking for the problem is you want to know, okay, well, hey, let's talk about it now. No. <laughs> what did I tell you, Lee? That's personal. What did I tell you? <laughs> okay, this is, a, this is good. This is a really key 
key element to you guys becoming a therapeutic specialist is to understand this. There are some tissues that we can help as myofascial practitioners, and there are some that we just are not going to affect. Um, I, the classic one that I'll, I think I just think, I use it all the time because I think it's such a great example. I've used it so often that when everybody when everybody gets a shoulder problem, they all think they have a. I gotta make sure it's not a labrum tear because I use it all the time. And I think I, I give the impression that labrum tears are, are are common. They're not. They're not common. But this is a great. Um, I might have seen one labrum tear in my entire um, uh, history of practice. One. I think I, I saw one. Okay. It's, you're not going to see many. But, but you know what the glottis labrum is? Yeah. Cushion. You got the uh, you got the the the, the, scap the socket the socket. Well, if you look at the scapula, it's, 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 it's uh, the socket is not very deep. Look at that. It's not a very deep socket, right? It's almost flat. But there's a little there's a little piece of cartilage around this that deepens. It's like it'd be like a crater, and then somebody went around and you know and built up the crater on the edges to make it look more craterish, right? That's what the, that's what the labrum is. Piece of cartilage, about that thick, that height, and it makes it makes that more deep, so that the, the, the humerus can fit in there and track better, and this makes it more of a socket. Well, it's a piece of cartilage. Sometimes the most common profession is baseball pitchers will um, will tear that. If they tear it, you can't rub it away. They have to go in and sew it up usually. It can be a career-ending issue. Mm -hmm. Or a baseball pitcher. So I like to use that. So. Another, another good example would be a lumbar disc herniation. Okay? Can you rub away? Somebody has a lumbar disc herniation, are you gonna, can you go in and rub it? Make it better. Now, if somebody has a piriformis muscle spasm, can you go in and rub that and make it better? Yeah. If somebody has the tendons that, of glute medius and other tendons that are attached to the lateral sacrum, and you go, and those are tender and referring pain down the leg or wherever they refer pain, and you go in and you find those and you work them, can you make it better? So. There are tissues that we can impact as myofascial therapists, and there are tissues that we cannot impact. Here's the deal. When someone comes in with a problem, pick a problem, neck, neck pain, there will, be, there will be certain things that I can help. Okay, so you have, you have one problem, pain, and you have Many different causes. And the one that we use a lot is headache, right? One problem, headache. Many different causes of that, of that headache or that pain, right? Well, one of them, let's call it one of them is myofascial. Some of them might be cartilage. And these are all other things that we're not going to impact. Maybe it's an autoimmune problem. Maybe it's a hormone problem that's creating this headache, whatever, or pain, okay? Well, luckily for us, when it comes to muscle-based problems, my, my shoulder hurts, my hip hurts, my leg hurts, my neck hurts, all these kind of, these problems, luckily for us, this is, so if we're gonna graph it in a pie, okay? I mean, it's like it's like this, right? Other stuff that we can't can't help. 
And then we and then this is all myofascial. That's cool. And the reason I came to that conclusion was because when I was in school, one of my professors told me that this was the case. No! No! No, that's not how I know this. No! I know this because I was in practice for 25 years, and when people came, the, when people would come in and say, I have a shoulder problem, do I know what's really wrong? I don't know what's wrong. I just know they have a shoulder problem. Do I have to wait? Now, I would always do some, some general things to kind of get a sense of what am I dealing with here. For example, I would, I would want to know if I have a broken bone, for example. That could happen around the body, luckily. Broken bones are really easy to figure out. I mean, without an X-ray machine, how would you do it? Let me. Range of motion. Yeah, any motion. If it's a long bone, like a humerus or a leg or anything, uh, any motion at all is going to be almost impossible. And if it is possible, it's going to be incredibly painful. So that's the first. Thing. Now, in, uh, one of the places that we will often find broken bones is in the rib cage. And this is something I was, as I was talking to you, I referred somebody to Leah the other day, who, who I was, she described to me what happened, and, and I said, he could have broken a rib. And so I referred to, to Leah, but I didn't, I, did, I, I was the last and he's here, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I, I couldn't check him. It would have been really easy to check him for a rib problem. Can I use you? Sure. I would do this on the table, of course. But here's how I, this is basically how I would check. Let's just say his pain is over here. What I would do is I would simply just, just put some pressure on that like this. He's feeling it. You guys can see what I'm doing. I'm not pushing real hard. All I'm doing is stressing that rib. If that sucker is broke, he's going to jump off the table. Okay? That, that's how easy it is to check for a broken but rib. Let's say, you, let's say you find something like that, which is probably like a rare instance. How do you relay that to the client? Because we can't like really, I mean, in our scope of practice, we can't like diagnose issues. Say you have a broken rib. I have suspicion. You go get that fixed. Okay, we're gonna. I, I don't. I don't want to get off track now. But we're gonna talk about can't diagnose. Can you somebody remember that? That's what I wrote there. We're just looking, we're just looking for muscle. Pain. Okay, so so um, I'm not sure what your question is. So. Let's what say, would you do in that case? What? How do you what? inform the client? That, it, uh, it's broken. Do you think it's broken? You suspect yeah. it's yeah. broken. Okay. Don't make me do it. Don't make me. Don't. I've gone off track. Don't make me go off track. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk. You can diagnose. That's the bottom line. You can diagnose. I know. I'll keep you guys coming back to the next class, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, you can diagnose. You can diagnose. So okay. So anyway, my point was there are situations that I do check with first. One of them. One of them is for if there's something. What's a scenario in which I would be checking for a broken bone? What what's what's what would the what would the presentation look like? They fell off the ladder. They fell. There was a trauma of some sort. If somebody said, "I woke up this morning with a stiff neck," am I worried about a broken bone? No. 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 But if somebody fell off a twenty-foot ladder onto their head or anywhere and they're having pain, the it's plus I have to rule out a broken bone, right? So, yeah, so the history helps me rule things out. So there are things that I do rule out before I start working on somebody. No signs that are telling me, red alert, red alert. Then my approach is, treat it. 
and see what happens. That brings us to a very, very, very important, I feel like we should, it's so important, that I feel like we should have really kind of almost a moment of silence and uh, in awe and respect of what we're about to learn right now. And that is that our treatment can be used as a diagnostic tool. This is one of the most important things that I'll share with you during the whole 12, 12 hours that we're together. Our treatment can be used as a, di a diagnostic tool. Let's, let's take, I like, to, I like to use hip pain for this. So somebody comes in, I'm having hip pain. Do you know what's wrong with them? No! Quite frankly, there's not a person on the planet that knows what's wrong with them. If somebody walks in and says, I have hip pain. There's no, nobody, we're not clairvoyant, right? Nobody knows. It could be a lot of different things. Luckily for us, we know that musculoskeletal problems, 80% of those suckers respond, and I'm, I actually got into this by telling you how I knew this, because this is how I approach things, and lo and behold, 80% of the time, people get better from these things. That's how I know, that's how I know my percentages, is that I got to see what bucket they're in and what percentage of the time that is. Carpal tunnel is a different bucket. If it's a, if it's a migraine headache, it's a totally different bucket. So they all are in different buckets, different, different percentages. Uh, levels of success. We're talking about being willing to treat stuff and being and using things as a diagnosis. So there are certain there are certain uh, tissues that will respond to what we what we do, and certain tissues that won't. What tissues won't respond to our work? Cartilage. Cartilage. What else? If there's problem, bone. Bone. Are you going to be able to rub a bone back together? No. Is there any problem that you can think of with a bone? that will respond to what we're doing. I, I, I say no. Now, there's soft tissue that attaches to bone that we can work, but not the bone itself, okay? Um, what other tissue or condition is like, I'm not gonna help it. Bursitis. Bursitis, you can, my experience says you cannot rub away a bursitis. What, what else? Tears. If it's a tear. If it's a tear, now that there is a little bit of an asterisk by this one, if it's a small enough tear, we can maybe help it. But if it's a, any, any, any significant level of tear, it's, it's, it's a no-go, right? Would you Other conditions, would go ahead. Would you separate those, like, can't help tear, can't help tear at a certain percentage? No. No, I'm just not, it's, it's, I'm just not willing to say we can't help tears categorically. Right. right. But because if it was just a really mild tear. Right. Um, you can facilitate the healing. And they yeah. Maybe make make it go faster, but you're not going to rub it out in Yeah, I think I think it falls into the category. There is a category of problem where you're not really helping the condition; you're just helping the body go along. Right. Um, can't diagnose. Body heals itself. Good lunch. Okay. Now, so there are certain. What else? What What are the conditions? Or tissues, will we not? I mentioned autoimmune. Autoimmune. Fibromyalgia. Everyone was like, Fibromyalgia can go either way. Some people will be helped by, 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 uh, by massage. And others, you'll aggravate it. Like, you'll, you'll flare it up. You'll flare it up, and, it, and they'll hate you. Yeah. Uh, what about some people can actually take deep, some type of yeah, yeah, kind of deep work. Yeah, it's kind of an issue, but, 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 but there are those. Arthritis? I'm sorry? Arthritis? Um, arthritis, arthritis, arthritis um, if it's, 
Yeah. Well, it can, it can, it can be, this could apply to just about any arthritis. Uh, it's possible that we could <coughs> give palliative relief for arthritis. We're not going to fix any arthritis. Not, but, yeah. but, but you might have people that have arthritis that we work on them and they feel better for a few days. And they might, that might be, and everybody might be happy with that. But we're not, we're, we're not <laughs> going to fix the arthritis with our, with our myofascial work. What else? Disease tissues. Like what? I'm not, so I'm oh, cancer. Cancer. We can't rub away a cancer, right? That, that covers the bulk of it. But, but what I'm trying to instill in you right now is that for anything that you can think of that you could potentially have success with, the body has a limited number of symptoms and a whole bunch of reasons for those symptoms. And we're only, we're only affecting one. Thankfully, it's a big one. But it's only one. There's lots of other reasons that they could be having the same symptom. And we're not, no matter how much we rub or how many times they come in, it's not going to help them. That's, I just want you guys to get that. And so here's the cool news. My experience has been that if it, if it is a myofascial condition and we're, on, and we're on the tissues that are causing the problem, if we work those tissues, we will, in, in just a few sessions, one, two, three, notice a significant change. So that will help us to know that we're on the right track. Hence, treatment can be used as a diagnostic aid. It's a diagnostic tool. You come in with hip pain, I think, you know what, it might be piriformis. Let me see, let me, let me work your piriformis and see if it is. I work the piriformis, you come back in in two days, my hip pain's gone. I'm pretty sure it was the piriformis. Okay, could be. Diagnosed the piriformis, yeah. Same, same, same uh, the next client comes in. I have hip pain, you go, I think it's piriformis. I just had that earlier today. You work the piriformis, you give them your best piriformis treatment, they come back in two days and say, it's the same, it's the same. It wasn't the piriformis. That's, that would be my guess. I would still probably do a little bit, and then I'd go looking for other stuff, right? Okay, and then, and then I might, I might, you know, get, I might, I might decide, I might decide, maybe it's adductors. So I work adductors, oh, fixed it, oh, cool. Next person comes in, hey, hey, I work the piriformis? No. Work the adductors? No. I go up and I work some low back stuff. Oh. And you got it on the third tree, you got it. Move the back. Fourth person comes in, did, you did piriformis, adductors, we're all the low back, you hit them on the fifth fourth and fifth treatment, I'm no different. Dang, you do another treatment or two, and you run out of run out of things to work on, you send them to the doctor, the doctor does an MRI, big disc herniation, they have surgery, and they're better in two weeks. Treatment can be used as a diagnostic tool. So what I'm going to encourage you guys to do is, within reason, they fall off a 20-foot ladder, you're gonna to wanna to make sure you don't. You know. If somebody comes to you with a condition and you think it sounds like it's something I might be able to help, and they say to you, can you help me? That you say, you know, I don't know. We have a certain percentage of success in that success in it. Let's give it a try. Let's give it a try and see. And then in your mind you're going, I'm I'm looking for this to be impacted significantly, two to three to four treatments. That's been my experience. See, I don't find then at the end of 20 treatment, on 19, treatment 19, they're still the same. Still the same. And then lo and behold, on treatment 20, they're better. I just don't see that. If they're going to respond to what I do, I'm seeing a response somewhere in the two to three to four area. 
and it's generally significant. When I say significant, I mean 20, 30, 50%. Now let me, let, let me ask you a question. This is, a, this, is a, this is something I feel therapists need a, need a reality check on, so I'll, I'll do my best. If you have a client that has a problem for a year, some significant scenario where how long you had, I mean, it's a big problem. How long have you had the problem? It's been a while. What, how, what does it keep you from doing? It's impacting their life. You start working on it. And in four treatments, they're 50% better. Are they thinking you, that you're not that cool? Are they ecstatic? Where are they? Where are they? How happy do you think your client is? They're very happy. That's correct. And I think some therapists feel like, oh, I'm kind of a failure. I haven't got them better in four treatments. Well, some people have the expectation that they want it fixed in like one session. And they come out like, I mean, like I've seen it like in the hall, like I've been walking by and like, I still kind of, I still kind of okay, sore right okay. here, you know? Yes, that's true, that's true. But quite frankly, part of that is the therapist's fault. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. First of all, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go to step five, they didn't explain the process, number one. This is what happens, this shouldn't be so, this, that, you know, you didn't do a good job there. I don't mean you, I mean the therapist. <laughs> But here's an, this is this is a little teeny tiny thing that I, I just want to throw it out as, as, as an example. Someone comes in, you're, Ruben, you're my new client. You had shoulder things, I did my thing with you. I forgot all of this, okay. Oops, my bad. But, but, but afterwards, afterwards, you get up at the table and go, so Ruben, how is it, uh, test it, how is it, how's it feel? How's it, how's it good? Any better, is it better? Mm -hmm. A little bit. It's okay. <laughs> what did I do to him? What did I do to him? Set so, the expectation that it should have. By, by the way, I asked him about the. the it should be all better. By the way, I asked him. Yeah. He's thinking to himself. Well, I need to say it's better. It should be. It should, he's kind of telling me it should be better, and well, it's a little bit better. See, so what we recommend now is that when you go into the therapy mode with somebody and you've recommended several treatments, you in your own mind you think this is. Minimum of four, maybe six, eight treatments. When the client gets off the table, you don't even ask them about how they're doing. Don't even ask them. Okay, well, Ruben, yeah, uh, this so. might be sore. This might be sore over the next couple of days. Let's let's uh, let's get it again in maybe two or three days, and we'll just keep at it. Three or four sessions. You don't even ask them how it's feeling. Do not. Yeah. Don't imply that they should be all better. This treatment. So that's my that was my response to him saying our clients think that they should be better when treatment. Well, we're contributing to that, by the way, some, to some degree, by not by not going through this in, during the treatment program, and by saying you better, you better, you better, huh? You better, 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 huh? You should be, you should be. Are you? Are you? So yeah. So be careful about that. Go, go, go. Finding the problem. If you don't find the problem, my recommendation is meaning soft tissue that you can work on. Send the client. Somewhere, somewhere else. Because you have you have nothing to do. Go ahead. So, we're there. How do you know who to send them to? You, 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 your, your treatment seven. I, I can't. We've um, come, we've come to an impasse. Okay. So my recommendation to you is: Do you have a doc? Do you perfect person to send them to their family doctor. If you have a legitimate relationship with an orthopedist. Uh, a physical therapist, a Justin, uh, right across the street. So build, as a, build your, as a therapeutic uh, specialist, build your, we need to start build your building our medical build, network. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Because guess what? You'll send those people 
Why can't they see you? I think I think that there will be some situations where you think I know that I, I just get in the sense this is a myofascial problem. There might be something else going on. Um, a lot of that, a lot of that has to do with the way that the client presents itself and the nature of the pain. Some there's a qualitative component to pain. Some some pain, it's the quality of it is so out of the normal for what you normally are helping people with. That you just, this is a different kind of pain. Quite frankly, that's one of the ways that I'm able to uh, figure out it's a bursitis. This is because the bursitis has a whole different quality of pain to it. It's really sharp, really sharp. Disc, lumbar discs have a quality to it. Now, they're, they're, first of all, if you ever see somebody crooked, it's a disc. End of discussion. Doesn't matter. They don't need an MRI. They, they need an MRI to know how bad it is if it's not responding. If, if a really easy one for the neck is if they are having arm problems, you look up like this, it says pain up, that's a disc, I'm sorry, it's a disc, go ahead. So, I see them crooked walking, I see them crooked standing, or prone, because if, 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 if it won't some soft tissue in, in that falls under the, the low back protocol, okay. have them Okay, okay, so that's the same point, okay, sorry. This is a this is a this is a this is a good discussion. Let's have it. Let's have it. Is it lumbar discs. Okay, it's a really good one. Um, when people are crooked, it is a disc. That's number one. In my experience, in my model, the way the world works, where the body works, no, not usually. There's not usually soft tissue that can. Well, it is the soft tissue that. Yes, the muscles are doing that, but they're doing it in response to the disc. Now. Let's just address this issue of the disc. And the disc issue can be something as simple as it's just scoliosis. No. No. no, 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 no. Scoliosis is a whole different ballgame. Okay. Scoliosis is usually a whole series of vertebrae that together are creating different curvatures. No, this, this is, okay, scoliosis is don't come and go. Right, exactly. No, I'm talking about the guy who's straight today, and yet tomorrow he's, he's, he wakes oh, up okay. and he's like, oh, he has an issue. He wants to put something in his car, and now he's crooked. Okay. And then in three weeks from now, he'll be straight again. Oh, that's a disc. Somebody comes in and says, I have a disc problem. I'm crooked. You can see. Can you help me? The answer is, I don't know. Yes, thank you. Yay, yeah, I don't know. Let's give it a try and see. Well, sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. Now, what I'd like you to be able to do Okay, good, good. What I'd like you to be able to do is um, understand that if that what you're doing, okay, what you're doing to that client that has the disc problem, you're comfortable treating them, knowing that I'm not doing necessarily anything for the disc. Okay, this is to your kind of to your point. When you have a disc problem, there are often other things that the body does as a way of compensating and as a, a reflexive, so to speak, or a reaction, so to speak, to the disc problem. And that, that stuff can be sore muscles, can be postural adaptations, okay? So we go in and we work on, we find, we look for, in my case, nobody, nobody there's nothing to be found. It wasn't sending out anything that translated into myofascial stuff. It was just purely a disc. Mine was purely a disc. Even that day, that first day. So there was nothing to be found. There was nothing to work on with me. 
But a lot of your people have disk problems. They come and say, I have this problem, can you help me? Let's, let's, let's see. You're going to go looking for my, you're going to go through the card to look for my financial time. You're going to look down the leg. You're, to, to, to your point, you're going to be looking for tight hamstrings, you're going to look for tight quads, overly, you're going to stuff, you're going to look for upper backs. You're going to be looking for everything you can do to try to help normalize that disk. But you're not actually treating, you're not actually directly affecting the disk. You're, 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 you're addressing compensation, the reflexive stuff that the body has done as part of this dish Secondary issue. Secondary Thank you. Secondary complications to this. The example you gave about the broken bone and the cast. The doctor doesn't fix the bone. The body... That's exactly where I was going. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, so <laughs> an important bit of software to have here, an important program to be running here in your brain that will serve you well is that the body heals. The body heals. If there's something that I can do, we're talking about a disc now. Mm -hmm. If there's something that I can do as a myofascial practitioner to help alleviate some of the secondary complications, tight muscles, then you're going to feel better when you get off, off the table. And lo and behold, the body has a a little better chance to continue to heal that disc. If the body heals its, the disc, if the, if the disc heals over time, it's because the body has done it. And I've, I, I've kind of helped it to go into a, a mode that it could heal best. Okay, we have uh, JP and then so, so in reference to this, ex kind of this example, <clears throat> so we're not directly affecting primary issue, we're addressing secondary complications. And the ball so, is healing. So we as therapists uh, uh, affect the secondary complicated issue, complications, let the body do the rest. And there may not be any secondary complications that you can that you can help with. That's all I'm saying. It, That's it, why you have to go it, looking it, for the problem if you can see anything. Okay. Yeah. There may not be anything. It may be just a pure with the with the glenoid labor, I'm doing this and I can't I can't do whatever I can't do. It hurts. There may not be anything to work on. The body, oh sorry, Dan. So, my spine, when it shifts, oh, yeah. I'm screwed until the body resets it. Mm -hmm. But the first thing it does is my oblique goes, my ab goes, yeah. my hip flexor goes, my, you know, everything that's transverse. All and if somebody works on that stuff, but, you feel better. But once that guide happens, once those relief, then the body can reset. Yeah. But if not, man, I, I don't pain, but that treatment is helping my body set it back okay. in the place. So, so, okay, so he's using the term reset. Or heal. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not so, I'm not so sure I like the word reset, that's fine. But here's how I think about it. I think about it as stepping off the curb wrong and twisting my ankle. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I've damaged some tissue. Let's, and let's just assume, the purpose of this example, that I didn't do it to where I busted, ten, busted ligaments and tore stuff up to where I need surgery or something. It's just, I just really stretched stuff out bad. And over time, this, this, this thing will get better. This thing will, this, 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 this ankle will get better. It's healing. That's what happens in your low back. So if you, if you go to put something in your, in your, in your car, so your spine is a little different than it is. But if you, if you go to put something in your car and you, and you do the tweak of back, it's very, you've now stretched that tissue beyond its normal part. There's an inflammation that has hurt that disc. And healing has to happen. The body will often 
heal. It, that, that, it doesn't do it every time. That's why surgeons are able to make a living, okay? Because it doesn't always heal on its own, right? Go ahead. <laughs> so you find the problem. There's okay. different reasons for finding the problem, right? What are they? Can you help it? You want to know if you can, yeah, mainly, mainly that's, that's really, that's it. You want to know if you, can, if you can help it. And so you're looking for the problem, yeah. Where am I going to be working? Can I help this person? Where am I going to be spending my time? I want to know what changes are involved. All same kind of a similar thing, okay? Number three, what's that? Oh. Treat it. Um, nope, that's four. Oh, oh tell the problem. Oh, tell the problem. Now, why do you tell the problem? So we're not turning over in the same page. Okay, so why why are we telling them that we found the problem? I think the most important thing is so that instill confidence that they know that we have found the problem and they're more able to relax and let us work the problem. Yeah. I think so. Anybody else want to tell you? Start inviting me for the treatment. Because one of the one of the things to understand about this client is that very often, not always, but, but often they've lost hope. That, that anybody could help this. Because as I give them my little thing about the headaches, um, who's going to do it? Is the doctor going to rub out a spot? Is the, is the nurse going to do it? Is the experts going to do it? Is the chiro going to do it? Usually not. Is the, is the massage therapist going to do it? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. well, <laughs> my experience with massage therapists is that they're not, unfortunately. Yes. In fact, I'm going to give you guys. Totally. Um, guys. So close. <laughs> you're, finding, you're telling them you find that problem. You found the problem because you just want them to know. Kind of to Kathy's point, you just want them to know that I there's a, there's an issue here. Uh, okay, you, you weren't crazy. There is a problem. It's kind of that kind of thing. If it's been a long-standing thing, which which you'll find every week, you'll find these kind of things that people have been told there's nothing they can do for their problem, and all of a sudden you're saying, I found your problem. And to Daniel's point, Daniel talked about trust. When you tell somebody I found your problem, you have not, in my opinion, you have not installed, instilled any trust. You've, you've, you've instilled some hope, but trust comes later. Trust comes when you actually, after success, after, after you have some success there. Then, then all of a sudden people trust you. There's lots of reasons to tell them you found the problem, and, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be impactful to different people in different ways depending on what their situation is. But it's important to let them know, yes, there's something here, you're not crazy, there is a problem. Find the problem, tell them you found the problem, then you treat the problem. And while you're treating the problem, you go through this wonderful step here, number five. We're, we're explaining the process. So what I do in that is I've already, I've already alluded to much of it. I explained to them that, for example, um, um, I, I, I explained to them that pain this pain is not normal. You guys do that? You guys tell your clients yes. this pain is not normal? Mm -hmm. You yes. should not be sore? Yes. And then do you go somewhere else and, and, and show them? Do you guys do that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't always work. Your client will go, well, yeah, sorry, because you're pushing on it. You just, you, it'll, it's not gonna, it's not gonna impact everyone. Everybody won't get it. But, but I think it's a good object lesson. If you, I, I would encourage you to try it because some people do get it. When they get it, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. You see this? The soreness, this should not be here. After I work on it, a couple of treatments, it won't be here anymore. And you'll also notice that, that every t after every treatment, your, your symptoms will, will, will go down and be better, okay? So that's the first thing that I communicate to people, is that this soreness that I'm finding, that's not normal. 
this is this is an issue. And as we work it over a few two, now as I think about what I've done, I told her I'm going to be working on it over a few treatments. That's the beginning of setting up the treatment program. Remember I said, remember I said in number six, the first bullet in number six was what? It's a treatment. Six is the treatment program, and I said the first bullet of the treatment program was what? Say again. Number six is set up the treatment program, and I said the first bullet under set up the treatment program was frequency. This is all happening in step five, but I give it its own bullet because it's so important. I'm telling her this is part of me setting up the treatment program. Percentage of the success rate. No. We're starting treating. I'm starting to treat her, and I say this soreness should not be there. And over the next couple of treatments, it'll, it'll gradually go away. When I told her it was going to happen over the next couple of treatments, that was the beginning of me setting up the treatment program. Mm -hmm. And what I said was, the treatment program is number six, but I way back when, two hours ago, I said, this all happens under number five, but I give it its own number because it's so important. There's a lot to talk about. Okay, so that's one of the things that I do, and I tell them this soreness should not be there. Number two, I say, it's going to take a couple of sessions to work it all out. That's number two which is, just happens to also be the beginning, he said it's true, sorry. Number three is that I know it hurts. We're, together, we will figure out how much pressure to use on you. You're always in charge. I use a lot of pressure. But I never, ever, ever, ever make the client feel like they're a wuss if they can't take more. I always back off when they ask me to. I always work at whatever they want. And I keep backing off as long as they ask me to back off. I never try to force it. There probably was a time when I did that. I don't remember. It's been so long ago. I, I'm not willing to say I've never done that. But it's so long ago that it's like it's escaped my memory banks. Because I just, I'm just so, and I'm, I'm saying that because I use a lot of pressure if they'll let me. You know? But I, 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 I just feel that so many customer complaints here about therapists who exceeded what their customers wanted and they were pissed off quite frankly. And they, they, I mean every now and then it doesn't happen so much anymore but it used to happen they, they had to go to the hospital they had to go to the doctor they, they've been sore for weeks now we get some disasters with the the, the therapist told me i was a was a big baby and kept wanting to go kept, i had to tell them oh my gosh i can't even begin to tell you how many times i've heard this i told the therapist six or seven times to go live and they, they never really that's inexcusable. That's inexcusable. Explain that, but I, as part of number five, I explain the process. I, I tell them that we're trying to find the right pressure for you. I tell them the more pressure I use, the, the, the more effective this treatment is. That's exactly right. 